It takes a dynamic woman to juggle being a mother with a career in combat sports. And Renee Paquette and Misha Tate are no strangers to the dangers that come with both worlds. My daughter assaulted me. She has this stick. She shoved it so far up my right nostril. She touched my brain. So in honor of Mother's Day, Renee and Misha will connect with some of the most accomplished women across fight sports to see how they strike the balance between motherhood and the rigorous demands of their professions. It's Mothers Celebrating Mothers in this special edition of Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. Hey guys, welcome to Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. We are doing a Mother's Day special celebrating some amazing women that just do it all. I mean, all women really do it all. All moms do it all. So it was really awesome for us to be parents able to, in general. to highlight I mean, parents some single in dads general out there that you're are right doing the mom thing you're too. right I mean, we can't we can't forget about that we've no, got to honor the moms right now but you are guys, absolutely don't think right we're overlooking you over here single dads some dads got to play mom and dad some moms got to play <laughs> yeah. mom and dad so everybody my, my gets man, some love my man certainly does have to juggle both because i'm busy my man know, is right now while we're support- doing this <laughs> currently right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we love He's you guys i <laughs> <laughs> love you guys it is really cool. Though. I mean, it is really nice to be able to have a partner um, that you can do this stuff with. I mean, I'm coming up on almost a year of being a mom. Nora's birthday is next month. Oh, um, so and what what a like, it really is that amazing journey. And I, I people can say this to you so many times, but until you have your own kid and you experience what that really is like and yep. seeing this little person grow and seeing parts of your partner in them and then seeing yep. parts. Sometimes I look at her and I'm like, holy shit, it's like looking in a mirror. It's, yeah, it's like such a trip. Me. That's my attitude right here. That's yes. my eye roll. That's whatever. Yep. <laughs> How much my do you favorite? get that with your kids? Because sometimes I see you guys on like your oh, Instagram yeah. and your you kids they look a lot like my, you guys yes. yeah from my daughter yeah she's pretty sassy and my son is starting to get a little bit of a toot on him too but he's really sweet he's definitely a sweet little boy um but I think my favorite age which I'm really excited for you to experience is like that one to three so far because they start talking they start being able to communicate in more ways and express and they're they just start to become more like a little human being as opposed to like a little blob you have to carry around. Although I love the blob stage. Don't get me wrong. I love the nursing. (laughs) I loved all of it. But I'm telling you. No shade to the blobs. But yeah. Yeah. None (laughs) at all. My kids were big fluffy blobs and I love the shit out of it. But when they get that one to three years old and they start to say things and, and the things that come out of their mouth, sometimes you're like, where? Oh my God. What? You know, and it's so <laughs> cute and endearing because they're like little people. They're just like yeah. little tiny people. And I look at him running yeah. around sometimes. I'm like, you are so damn cute. Like, oh my you're just God. this little tiny human. The way that he runs, there's like a little extra hop, you know, like they, <laughs> they don't quite have the coordination down. So they like over accentuate the run. And it's just, it's so cute and and endearing being um, uh, a part of that age that that I cannot wait for that I cannot wait to see like what her interests are and I can't wait to lean into those interests I was saying this to John the other day I was like you know I'm really excited to learn new things because of her like whatever it is she's into like what if she wants to be an opera singer and now I've got to like yeah. learn about this whole subgenre that I know nothing about, nothing about but I can't wait to learn all those things depending on like what she's into and like Me too. you know it's yeah it, it is it's just so cool uh, so for you being a mom how much did your career change um post baby Z. well yeah babies um well, I it had been almost five years since I had fought anyway, so I think a lot changed just based on that. But I, I've i seen a lot of moms go and take a break from their career to come back, you know, Mackenzie Dern, um, Michelle yeah. Watterson, uh, the, the list goes on and uh, on and on. But they come back and it's almost like they're better. Like it just, yeah. it's, it's kind of wild. And for me, my perspective on that is that I feel like I have this different mind body connection than I ever did before. I just mm. have a confidence in the things that my body can do that I never, I couldn't have understood before, 
You know, I, I just yeah. couldn't have understood. Like my body made and birthed a human being and has then sustained that human being outside of my body for a year to year and a half. Like my <laughs> body is just incredible. And I'm like, it can do it's anything. Machine. And then to get back into the kind of shape to be a professional athlete, I would just like have this appreciation and this confidence in my ability to do anything. And I think that my children gave that to me. I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know it before. I knew what hard work was, but I didn't know that my I could have this kind of connection and appreciation for all the things that my body could provide me with. Cause they gave me the two yeah. best in my, my body gave me the two best gifts in my life and has also taken me to a world championship and then beyond retirement and now back into the fight game. And I'm just like, this is so cool. Like this is, it's and I'm amazing. really, yes. My children Having your cake and eating it too. too. You get all of the things, you know, yeah, like, and actually I, think that's I have the thing, like, like absolutely no cake right now because <laughs> no, no cake for you. No <laughs> zero. Cause I'm dropping one twenty five. <laughs> but metaphorically speaking, you're absolutely yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like, you feel like the, you know, you're kind of juggling like career and wanting to do the real life things. And it can just be such a push and pull yeah. situation sometimes, uh, for women. What about for you? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I think for me, it's like, you know, I was 35 also when I, you know, when I had Nora and it was at such an interesting time where I had done so many things with my career and I really yeah. felt like I got to check off so many big moments. Uh, you know, my resume is looking good. I, I just, I got to do so much amazing stuff. I'm with my husband who like, I just love, he's the best. Like him and I have such a great relationship to be like, yeah, we should have a baby like I would yeah. I love you so much let's combine and make this person um and then you know the timing the fact that I got pregnant with Nora the month after I left WWE was like there has never been such a moment for me of the universe going you're in exactly where you're supposed to be supposed doing to exactly be. the thing like I am such a firm believer in that and like those little things I mean that's not a little thing those big things can happen sometimes but you know, after trying for what felt like a long time, trying to get pregnant and thinking it wasn't going to happen and feeling so defeated and getting frustrated and the fun gets taken out of Gosh, trying to have a baby. I didn't know you had struggled with infertility a yeah. Bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, I, I had gone to a fertility clinic and I was like doing all of the tests, going through all the things. Like it just becomes really emotional and it's such a drag and it's not fun and you're timing things out and you're peeing on sticks and it's like, it can just be so exhausting and daunting. And, um, but yeah, I mean the, for the, for me, the fact that I left WWE and then that exact month right after about to start IVF had the medication in the fridge, ready to go. And I was like, whoa, wow. I'm pregnant. Holy. Um, so to have that moment was, that was such a, just such a, an amazing experience. Um, and now, you know, like just juggling life. It's, I feel like I have like 16 different jobs and being a mom and trying to be the best mom. And there's days that I'm like, am I doing everything right that I think that I'm supposed to be doing? Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a it's and a lot guilt's a real thing too like let's just is. acknowledge that because it's yeah you know, it's, we talk about the empowerment part of it but um you know to to do all and be mom but you know some things do have to give but i really firmly believe that the moments that we aren't there for our children for the right reasons mm -hmm. our kids will come to learn to respect yes. and value and appreciate the fact that yep. your mom is going out there and and providing and doing and conquering and being and that role model. So I think there's something to be said about that too, that yeah. yes, there are sacrifices, but we can look at those as more like an investment, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a sacrifice, Absolutely. it's an investment. Yep. No doubt. And, uh, you know, I feel like, you know, you and I've had some really great conversations over the past couple of days with some really great women um, talking about those sacrifices and you know sometimes it doesn't always feel like it's the easiest thing to do or that it makes sense in that moment but you know, it's those conversations that you have with your kids later when they can appreciate yeah. I mean I look at my relationship with my mom and look at the things that she had sacrificed for us and we might not have understood it at the time but now it's like wow you did that like you she yeah. just did so much of working different jobs and making sure we always had clothes in our back we never went without but you, you know you would never you would never know the hardships that she went through for us to be yeah. who we are today.
Kudos to moms. moms. We love you, moms. Um, All right, guys, let's get into this. This is a great Mother's Day edition of Throwing Down with Renee and Misha. Plenty more to come. Uh, We've got some wrestling royalty with us. Mickey James is our first mom up here on Throwing Down with our Mother's Day special. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is Lindsay Rhodes. And with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show? We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between with guests that go past the low-hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles. So please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to our Throwing Down Mother's Day special here on Sirius XM Fight Nation. We are joined right now by the legend herself, oh. Mickey James. Oh. How are you, buddy? I'm so good. I'm so, so good. Thank you. How are you guys it's doing? Yeah. Juggling that mom life is how we're doing. Yeah. 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 I always <laughs> go, oh, I'm amazing because you're always in the midst of 10,000 things, right? You're like, oh, yeah. my God. Okay. How how old is your son now, Mickey? He's seven and a half. He's seven and a half. When does mom brain go away? Because I am it's struggling never. today. No, never. It doesn't get never. better. Um, but and you yet. juggle it all. You do all these things. I mean, you look at, you know, what you've been able to do in the ring, outside of the ring. Now here you are joining Sirius as well, joining Busted Open. I mean, you talk about having a full plate. How oh. do you manage all of the things? Uh, I'm still trying to figure it out, honestly. Like it's a lot, you know, and I'm yeah. grateful that my husband helped so much and he's amazing. But now that we're in Tennessee, my whole family's in Virginia and obviously his is in the UK. So I used to yeah. lean on my family so much. And so now it's like, ah, oh. it's one of the things why I really, it's kind of a blessing in, in stepping away from full time on the road all the time, because yeah. I can readjust and reevaluate my schedule and kind of realize that I actually enjoy being home more and just kind of Maybe, like I still go out and do you, the thing but I can to... go yeah. ahead yeah absolutely no did you have to take your son on the road with you or how did that work um so I used to before I went back to WWE I was taking him with me because I made my own schedule and so I could book my own travel and do all the things but once I bit, went back um with WWE in 2016 I didn't take him anymore he was getting that school kind of pre-K age. And I felt like he was going to learn better in some type of social environment with other kids, you know, otherwise he's just going to You don't mean you don't want your kid to learn backstage at a wrestling event? At a wrestling show? Can you imagine? (laughs) Like, his phonics during catering? Can you imagine? Um, The things you would hear under the learning tree of, you know, whoever he ended up sitting next to in catering. Right. (laughs) Can you, like, can you watch him during my match? Which is like, I'm like, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> no That's problem. So funny. What does yeah. he think of your matches? Like when he comes out and gets to watch you wrestle, what is his appreciation yeah. for mom inside the ring? Well, it's the funny that you say that because I think because he grew up with me in the business and he used to come all the time. And then, uh, but for a while he wasn't interested at all, but here in the last year. And I'm like, it's funny because like here I am thinking like, Oh, kind of you know stepping away and not doing as much now he's has this new fascination with wrestling and i'm like oh well, as i plan something mom's not yeah. cool anymore it'll get over <laughs> you know? i love that it's so funny <laughs> yeah people ask me a lot of times too like does does your daughter so i have uh, my daughter's gonna turn four in june and my son will be two in june and um they're like is she starting to get it you know that you're a fighter. And I'm like, well, it's just kind of our reality. Like we don't, she doesn't really know anything different. She probably thinks every mom's a fighter. Like she doesn't think that this is anything special or different. And, um, it sounds like that's kind of the same for you. That's just what you did. You know, you have reinvented the wheel sort of, of like what it means to be a mom for real. Um, Tell me a little bit about like, what is that? What is that 
mean to you as far as uh, I think I, I think it goes further than just your situation, because I think as we continue to redefine what it means to be a mother, that it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you've got to stay home and, you know, be barefoot and pregnant, you know, as the good old saying right. goes, right? We can have these mm-hmm. careers and dreams. Like, what do you think that says to your kids, to um, women, to uh, other, and you know, other little girls that are going to grow up to be mothers someday? How do you feel about that? Um, wow, that's a great question. There's so many layers to it because I think that there's one as there a society is. that whole um, women are supposed to be at home taking care of the kids and doing all that. Like it's taken a long time to kind of even break down that to the point where there are women running C- like CEOs of company or even running for president or vice president at this moment, but still in the athletic world or specifically the fight world, I would think in wrestling because it was such a good old boy kind of place. I don't feel like there was ever really a place for mothers in wrestling, you know, especially as a woman, because our careers were so short as it was, but now, and and there certainly were mothers, don't get me wrong. Sable was a mom. There were so many, there were moms, but it wasn't anything that was ever talked about. If anything, um, I remember when Ashley and even Jillian Hall, like they didn't talk about their children at all ever on ch- at you know backstage or anything it was almost like people was didn't that even kind of advised know. no i don't think it was advised i think it was a mentality because i think that people the they would view the women as like okay well they have kids they should be at home or like so then they perhaps right. thought that it might affect their push or affect something right. because they had other yeah. priorities right as they should uh whereas now i feel like it's a lot more open to that you know to to moms being back and, and being on television. Um, yeah. I mean, they, we were, you they know, ever need anyone to open a daycare backstage, you know, why is that not a thing? Do you think, do you think that that will start to be a thing when you look <laughs> at, can, um, you know, I can, I can talk to WWE about that a little bit more, but when you do see, Becky's there with her daughter. Rhonda's got her daughter. Uh, Lacey Evans has both of her daughters. Like, there's a lot of kids that could be running around backstage. Do you think that would ever be a thing of having that extra support? That would be incredible. And we joked about it because obviously when I was at TNA, Dixie would have her kids back there. And so I was like, oh, Dixie, we just need a a child care back here. And we would joke about it, but it never was a thing. Um, But I remember being... It should be a, it could, it really should be a thing. If you think about it, it would really make, I mean, obviously I feel like it would make a lot of the women's lives a lot easier, especially because we're childcare, you know, when you're at home and kind of juggle all the things and when you're on the road and you have to kind of pick and choose which trips they go on with you, it's a lot. Whereas I feel like it would be more hands-on because there's a lot of stuff that they do and will learn culturally on the road, you know, with, with you and kind of those same experiences of, doing it together as yeah. a family since, you know, yeah, to be able to have your kid that. on the road and you, you know, whether it's, you know, just checking out landmarks in a different city, eating right. food in a different city. Um, to, yeah, I mean, you really, as much as we can joke about would, it, you really can learn a lot of things a backstage at a wrestling show. Yeah. Like yeah. Family bus. Be like the Griswolds, you know? Yes. But we, you know, we were having a conversation earlier um, just about the resurgence of women having, kids getting back into the respective sport and like crushing it even more what do you think that's about uh yeah i think because it's like proven the naysayers wrong isn't it i think because it's it is still such a mentality that's kind of ingrained in us even at a young age when I, i was never that girl that was like planned out my wedding and all those things but i would remember you know even in high school as young as high school people were planning out their dream wedding or what their ideal life and partner and all these things and what they're going to have kids the white picket fence and then she's going to stay at home while he does all these things and i thought maybe it was just because i grew up in the country but as you grow and you see it kind of transcends all across america but like Mm -hmm. i think that because there is that perception that once you're done and once you have kids that you're done and you're not you're never going to be the same like now your mom um that was like a personal kind of battle to look better than I did before or to feel right. better and to do you know and to come back and kick it down uh, and break down that barrier a little bit more for us you know and to be able to be about- more of a, a proud mom you know yeah I mean god you look at the the year that you've had from like leaving WWE, joining Impact, being able to be a part of Royal Rumble. Like, I feel like this was really a year of, like, the Mickey James appreciation tour. Do you Aww. feel that way? That it was, you know, people really, like, 
really just respecting what you've done. Yeah. Like really in and out of the ring. Have you felt that? Yeah. Uh, it's been amazing actually. And I wouldn't, cause I've, you know, gone back and forth, but like, I wouldn't have had it actually any other way now that I think about it. Cause now I sit in a different seat and more in my own power of like, trying to figure out what works for me and what I want to do rather than I lost my confidence. And I, I could, it was surprising for me to say that, but now when I look back, I was like, I feel like towards the end, I really had a lack of confidence in myself and who I was as a performer, almost like I forgot, like I forgot all this other cool stuff that I'd done and how much it meant to a lot of people because, yeah. um, I didn't think it like translated back to across the board, you know, and to be able to, kind of go away even the way that I did but to be able to do all of this stuff and um now kind of go like oh it's been wild and I've had some of the yeah. best matches of my career honestly like yeah. from the Texas death match and stuff that I honestly I wasn't even considering or like oh do I really want to wrestle after I left it was more about trying to raise the uh awareness for women's wrestling and to do empower and all of those things and then everything else is just kind of yeah been yeah. icing on the you and, cake for me yeah you and Dion so. certainly tore it up that's for damn sure yeah. She's I love I love yeah. love yeah. love hearing it um look you're married to a pro wrestler um I get this question a lot because my fiance is also a fighter and they say do you want your kids to be a fighter and and my answer is not really I don't really want them to be a fighter because, um, you know, there's real damage and real things. And I get it now why my mom was like stressing out when I told her, you know, I was a fight, you know, I wanted to fight and all these crazy things. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But but um, to see my babies get into the octagon or get into the ring and take that kind of punishment that the body goes through. And I understand you guys, especially full time, you, you go through a lot, too. There's a ton of punishment on the body. So, um, but I do say that I want my children to choose for themselves and I want to support them in whatever they want to do. But do, would you like to see your son get into pro wrestling? Do you think it would be a good fit for him to continue Um, the legacy? Uh, I say yes. And I mean, if that's what he would love and want to do, I don't think it's in his vein of what he's passionate about. Um, so I think I'm safe, but it's like I said, it's only been in the last year. He's really started to express interest of like, Oh, I'm going to be a wrestler when I, when I'm a grown up. Right. And I'm like, Oh, that's mm-hmm. great. But he's also going to be an engineer and a lot of other things. So I'm just going to yeah. try to sway him over to the engineer. <laughs> to um, the safer things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you know, it is, there's a lot of things and I don't know. I felt like he's my only child and I waited so long to have him. I literally probably for the first two years of his life, I felt like I spent in this like crouching kind of tiger position of like trying to make sure that he didn't. So to think about him taking bumps and all these things in wrestling, I'm just like, Oh my God, no. But <laughs> I know I think about that with Nora a lot where I'm like, God, like, who is this little person going to be? I just like look at her little body right. sometimes. I'm like, who are you? Who are you going to be? And like, is she going to fall into the wrestling world? I mean, if she does, I mean, maybe she'll want to do what I do in the wrestling world and she right. just want to talk about right. it. Uh, but hopefully she doesn't see John doing like death matches and go, that's the thing that's for me. Cool. Right. <laughs> teach me how to gig daddy (laughs) here here's your blade kid (laughs) how do you explain that though like how what is your advice for me to explain to nora what john does uh yeah it's tough isn't it (laughs) yeah i think that she's going to have her own understanding because she's going to see it like i feel like and maybe it was, it's different, but I feel like because they grow up in it, they're going to see all kinds of stuff, you know, and they're going to yeah. have their own grasp on it because, you know, for a while it was just that I fell down, you know, oh, Mickey, mommy falls down. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I fall down a lot, actually. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but I think that too, I don't know, because I don't gig and, and Nick has definitely gotten bloody and he's been there for those matches and, he was very much like, I didn't let him watch it. That's yeah. just it. Yeah. I, there's certain yeah. stuff I still, I'm still, I, if I feel like if I have a trouble stomaching it or like dealing with it, then I don't want to traumatize yeah. them 
Right. It's L- like watching a scary the, movie, right? For it's sure. For, I know. It's like a scary movie, but like times a hundred because it's like the person you love the most. It's like your your life, you know? You see them going through the pain and this, all the things and rooting yeah. for them because it's real emotions and it's still real to them, you know? Yeah, so I can't I imagine your daughters because I'm like, that's actual like real fighting. Whereas what we do is a lot of theatrics. And so you can kind of explain like, well, it's not not completely real unless it's like a serious injury kind of thing that happens uh well mickey we really appreciate you jumping on and hanging out with Uh, us for a little bit welcome to the serious xm family can't wait to hear more from you and uh happy mother's day ladies yeah happy mother's day mickey yeah y'all are doing great yeah thank you you. (laughs) Bye. bye mickey coming up next misha and i will get a chance to talk to a trailblazer in women's boxing former champ heather hardy joins us next on throwing down's mother's day celebration hi everyone i'm hall of fame sportscaster leslie visser and i've got a new podcast in conversation where i'll draw from 45 years of covering the final four the nba finals wimbledon the world series the super bowl the olympics CBS even sent me to the fall of the Berlin Wall. I think you'll enjoy the give and take, so subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included in most subscriptions. Guys, welcome back to this special Mother's Day edition of Throwing Down. We are celebrating Mother's Day here on Throwing Down, uh, talking to some of the most decorated mother athletes across fight sports. Joining us now, former bantamweight and featherweight boxing champion, Heather Hardy. Heather, how are you? Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, girls. Busy, busy time right now. Um, We'll just get into it. You have a really interesting story about how you got in to the boxing world to begin with. Can you give us that story? Uh, Sure. I was 28, going through a divorce, um, living with my sister and two single moms with our kids. And I was working a bunch of jobs to support us. And one day my sister surprised me with a gift certificate to a little dojo that opened up in my neighborhood, a kickboxing place. And I went in and I had my first fight within three weeks and I beat up the girl. And it was the first time in my life I felt like I was good at anything. So I kind of just ran straight at it. You know what? That's so it's funny because I had my first fight on three weeks notice too. I had wrestled, but I never thought in a million years that I would be a fighter or end up wanting to fight. And um, yeah, I I just find the it's cool, the parallels. But um, in honor of Mother's Day, um, you know, tell me a little bit about, you know, your your duties as a mother, how you balance all of those things and kind of like the overview of your career and like how you've been able to kind of do it all be a super mom over there. Sure. So, you know, being a single parent is hard for all moms, you know, whether you're a fighter or you're a doctor or you're a cab driver, it doesn't matter what you do. There's all work life for moms, like not for dads, but it's always for moms, no matter what you do. And fighting takes so much, so much dedication and time and sacrifice that, and as any like major career would, right? Like, like I have lawyer friends who have the same kind of issues. So balancing it is hard, but we're most do it. Sacrifice birthday parties and being chaperoned on school trips. And I was never the cupcake making mom and stuff like that, you know, and, and through the years though, through love and through, through openness and through partnership with my daughter, she knows what mommy does. And our relationship just became different than that of traditional mom and, and, and little girl. What were those moments of you juggling all of those things? And was there ever a time that you thought about walking away from the sport and trying to focus on something else or, you know, just when those highs and those lows hit? Because, yeah, I mean, just being a parent in general is like a whirlwind trying to juggle that in a career and it makes your head spin. What were those moments like for you of, of being kind of in those those peaks and those valleys? I think old mama taught me that the only way to it is through it. And so whenever it got really hard, and that's anything in my life, like, yeah, there were times when I would get home and, you know, I was working a whole bunch of jobs. Boxing doesn't pay money. So uh, at the beginning of my career, I was making garbage money. I was working full time. I was being a mom full time. And it just felt like, what am I doing? Right. But the only way to it is through it. And you got to prove to God that you deserve it. And you can get to the other side of anything that's challenging. So 
I mean, eight years of my life, probably seven years of my life, were very um, the slow, steady climb up. So yeah. cool. Yeah, such a badass. Getting it done. Through it. I like that. What What does it mean to you to to be that role model for your daughter and, and the progression of youth. I mean, I think you probably see that, um, you know, Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor are making history, you know, headlining an MSG. You have done the same thing yourself. You're the first combat athlete to be promoted by two major organizations. I mean, you have really done your fair share to pave the way as well for women, not just in boxing, but you've you've done MMA and I think just overall as a role model. So I guess talk to me a little bit about that and, and what that means to you. Um, it's really satisfying that in my career, which is still active, that I get to see things like this happening. And it's even more satisfying to know that when my career started in 2011 or whatever, before women were boxing in the Olympics, little girls had that moment where they felt like, why do I have to be good at not little girl stuff? Right. And what Katie and Amanda are doing are showing little girls that they, they, what their potential can be in the sport. When I was a kid, I wanted to be the first pitcher on the New York Yankees, but they didn't let girls play little league. Right. I, I couldn't yeah. play. So it was never, a, it was never a thing that I thought I could do. And it was just like, okay, well, I guess I can't be a pitcher. So, you know, you fast forward 20 years when I'm, when every title you could win as an amateur boxer, realizing I'm going to turn pro and never make any money is really disheartening. And it's what launched me into a career to advocate for equal pay. So for little girls to be able to see what their potential can be, that's what the significance of this fight means to me as an old head in the sport. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about what your relationship is like with your daughter? I mean, for you to be raising her as a single mother, taking on all of these duties, making history, doing your career uh, to the highest level. What do you hope that your daughter takes away from being there by your side watching you do all this? Well, she kind of grew up like my partner. And it's really funny because I started boxing when she was six. So she doesn't know me as anything else. So people would always say like, oh, is it strange for your daughter to know you as a fighter? She doesn't know mommy as anything else. Like mm -hmm. whenever my face would get really bad in a fight night, you know, I'd call her and say, okay, mommy's going to come home, but mommy's got some stitches or mommy's eyes are black and blue just to prepare her. But she always just knew it. Now my daughter is 18. She's going off to college. So when I talk about what I imparted on her, my daughter doesn't want to be a fighter, but she's an artist. My daughter works three jobs. She's by choice, not even to pay bills, by choice. My daughter has three different jobs. She's very responsible. She's resourceful. I mean, she she's a little bit emotionally dependent on mommy, which is going to be scared for her next, scary for her next year, knowing that because we've been like this, it's just been us so um, for so long. But yeah, I mean, my daughter is a strong, independent, badass little artist already. God, I mean, that's all anyone can hope, right? I've got a 10-month-old yeah. daughter now. I'm like, who are you going to be? Who are you going to become? What kind of things can I teach you? And yeah, I mean, it sounds like you've done such a great job to, to show your daughter what it means to be just like an independent, badass woman getting shit done. Yeah, she's going to be what you show her to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what does Mother's Day look like for you? What are your plans? What's going on? I don't know when Mother's Day is. <laughs> it's, it's on the 8th whatever day is that a Sunday that's the most mother that's the most mom thing you could possibly say that I don't even know when Mother's Day is what does it look like for me it's a Sunday I'm probably gonna be too, doing laundry to be fair. <laughs> you know it's grocery uh, shopping day yeah yeah <laughs> I love it uh, what is your advice to uh to some moms that might be in a similar situation to what you've been going through or moms that have other aspirations for themselves that maybe they might be a little bit hesitant to really pull the trigger on doing. Um, you know, something I tell my sister all the time, 10 years is going to go by whether you work and hustle your ass off, make something yourself, or you look back and you think of the things you could have been, could have done in the interim and very much in the same way that the week is going to go by, the day is going to go by, the hour is going to go by and what you get done is up to you. Right. So like, mm -hmm. don't let 10 years go by using the excuse. I'm a mom. I don't have time. You make time. You find time when you really want to. So mm -hmm. work. <laughs> <laughs>
I love it. Work Thank and you. get it done. It's, it's great <laughs> advice because I've got two little ones just two years apart and it's difficult. So, you know, coming back after five years and um, I think it's really inspirational to see what you've been able to do and what you're continuing to do. So as I, you know, reactivate my career, definitely words that I will take to heart. And uh, it's true. You're going to make, and sometimes you just got to like, let it slide off your shoulders a little bit. Yeah. Let it roll off and your you back. Not everything is going to be perfect. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, that's what mm-hmm. I've been realizing. Johnny's out of town for the next, like these two weeks. And I'm kind of single mom over here. And I'm like, so much respect. I don't know if you saw my Instagram <laughs> yeah. story, but I was just like giving major props to anybody who's a single parent. Cause I'm like, I'm dying over here. But yeah, well, you know, I, I will say this too. I will say this too. In 2022, that there's no definition of what makes a mom a mom, right? Like me and my daughter redefined a a parent relationship. I made what makes a mom. So I didn't make cupcakes. I wasn't present all the time. But one thing my kid know is that how much I love her. And as she get older, started to realize everything I sacrificed so that she can have the life she had. I moved from a bad neighborhood and raised my daughter in a good neighborhood. And I hustled 18 hours a day sometimes just to pay the bills to keep her there. And they don't see that when you're not at the party or you miss Thanksgiving dinner because you're making weight. But I promise you, your kids will look at you and realize what you did for them as a mom. So keep hustling, Misha. You still got it, girl. You still got it, Moms rule, man. Moms are the best. (laughs) I know. I love it. It's so great. Happy, happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you too, girls. All right. Uh, have a good one. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again in the future. I would love that. Thank you. Bye, Heather. Thanks, Heather. Bye, guys. Up next, we're going to be joined by UFC bantamweight champion Juliana Pena. The Mother's Day celebration continues right here on Throwing Down. Dave LaGreca here. Do you like pro wrestling? Good. Then you'll love the next 26 seconds. Listen to the Busted Open podcast featuring expert analysis from myself and my crew of wrestling greats. We break down the entire world of pro wrestling and more. That's what pro wrestling is supposed to look like. I'm passionate about wrestling. You can hear it. They call me me Dr. Love. Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to our Throwing Down Mother's Day special here on Sirius XM Fight Nation. We are joined by the UFC bantamweight champion, Juliana Pena. Juliana, thanks so much for joining us. I know you're like busy as all hell right now doing all of the media rounds. How's it going? How's it going, Renee? Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. And Misha, it's awesome to see you. Thanks, babe. You look fantastic, by the way. You look like a you million bucks. Whatever that dresses you have going on, you're rocking it, lady. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I did Barstool Sports, Sirius XM. I got a couple more hits going to the Mets game later. It's a full day. Oh, Your fun. outfits are always crushing it. Do you work with a stylist or is this all you? Um, so before the championship, it was uh, my coach's wife, Piera, who literally I can't make a purchase without getting an OK. <laughs> and then um, and then, yes, um, for for a few like for Ellen, for example, or for today for Good Morning America, I'm working with uh, the stylist named Luca in L.A. Mm, well, they're crushing it because yeah. I love a good puffy sleeve. Lean into a good sleeve situation. Uh, But we've also got to talk a little Mother's Day here. Mother's Day is coming up. Uh, How do you juggle both of these things? I'm a fairly new mom. My baby's almost a year. And I feel like now hitting that year mark, I'm like, oh, I can kind of pull my head out of my ass a little bit. Um, it's how her do you first, juggle like, the two? Mother's Day with the baby outside the body, too. Yeah. So that's exciting. Well, I will say this. You know who deserves all the credit in the world? It's Misha Girl right here because I just have one baby. That woman has two, two babies. Like, how the heck do you do it? I don't know. <laughs> I can't even imagine. Like, I'm barely, like, my head's barely above water with one, you know? So the <laughs> Lady, fact that I'm you losing my two. mind. And Johnny's out of town this week, so it's a lot of single mom over here. I was yeah. Like, I'm, 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 you know, you figure it out though. Like the other day I was like, uh, guys, get out of the kitchen. I need my space. Get outside. Like I have a fence in yard. I was like, I'm doing this old school way. It was like, yeah. no TV, no electronics. Get your asses outside and go figure it out. You know, like, so I literally kicked my kids out of the house for like 30 minutes. I was like, go play. Yeah. Leave me alone. They were like, what? <laughs> I can't do like, that in Chicago. Go. I live across the street from the highway <laughs> and it's uh, pretty dangerous for me there. for 30 minutes. It gave me my sanity back. But yeah. um, let's switch it back to you though. Like, you know, in, in general, like how did becoming a mother change your career 
Well, you know, they say that it, it takes a village, and I would love to, to accredit my mom because my mom is my village. My mom is the only one. Uh, you know, I moved to Chicago yeah. about five years ago, but it's just me out there. And um, now I have my baby, and so it's literally just her and I on a daily basis. So to have my mom there come out for my camps, you know, a month before my camp, and literally she was there from the Ultimate Fighter from day one, and then she came back to Chicago with me this entire time, and she's she just left uh, this morning to drive back to Spokane. And my heart is broken. Um, <laughs> but honestly, my mom has been such an instrumental part of my camp and part of my success. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up, and I want to like give a massive shout-out to my mom. She's a true queen, and um, she literally makes all this possible, literally. She's shout into purses, right? Didn't you say that? Like She's, that? She loves the purse. I remember when you guys were out here, so I got a chance real quick to, to just kind of pop my head in on the Ultimate Fighter and really do anything special. But meet the team. Meet your mom. Um, and, uh, you were telling me about purses or whatever. So is there like a purse coming down the way for mom's birthday? What are you doing? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, not birthday, but, but no, but no, well actually birthday, but she needs one. It? That's so funny because, um, by the time I had bought her two Louis Vuitton purses, I didn't own one, um, literally. So, and she's a, she's a purse girl. And I remember, um, my coach was joking about, you know, buying her a coach purse and then she got all hung up that he didn't deliver with the purse. And I'm like, what do you need a coach purse for? I just bought you two Louis Vuittons. I don't even have one why are you crying about a coach purse for are you kidding me <laughs> wipe my ass with a coach purse i just bought you a freaking three thousand dollar louis vuitton you complaining about a coach purse oh i got so heated this is a coach purse for mother's day it is literally uh, yeah that'll definitely save on my wallet i'm down she deserves it though you know what she really does she deserves it she works hard literally she does all my laundry she cooks for me she mops my floors she takes care of my baby um but aside from that now that I'm not officially like in camp and everything hasn't got the ball rolling now it's me on my own again and um you know that balance of work and being a mom is is difficult it's a challenge you know what I mean and and like you said Misha I want to pull my hair out sometimes and literally I'm like mm -hmm. waking up at like a 10 already um but yeah, I think every mom real. can like, I think I'm every... in a deficit today kids you better behave because mom's gonna Honestly. have to fly up the handle if you don't yeah. <laughs> everyone be on eggshells there's days that I look at my husband I'm like fuck uh, I wish I had a wife I I know, right like, damn this is great yeah well guys, any mom can relate to that 100 percent Guys, we are joined by the bantamweight uh, champion, Juliana Pena. Uh, Juliana, Amisha was just saying a second ago, like how she kind of juggles these things, how she handles things with her kids. What are some of the hurdles that you've had with your baby of figuring out motherhood? If there's like a, a mom hack that you found or just like just like a hurdle you've kind of had to jump over. Um, well, there's two. One, I would say, is, is being a single mom. I am a single mom, and, and it's very difficult, you know, to get on the right schedule and get on the right planning and make sure that everything is going. You know, I don't know what she eats when she's not with me. I don't know who she's been around. I don't know, you know, every time she comes back to me, she's sick, I feel like. And so there's those hurdles. And then the second hurdles, I would say, is remember when you had your baby and they say, when the baby naps, you nap, you know? Well, she's four, and I'm still napping with her every day. It's like, girl, this is our thing. Like, it's our time. Yes. Like, we need a nap and so I lay down with her napping yeah my god yeah my I still nap still with naps, her but my my three-year-old uh-uh yeah she nope. sleeps in the crook of my arm and she has mm. since the day that she was born and so Aww. literally like we're a package deal we we, we mm. come we come together and and she literally just is like attached at my hip she's a leech half the time so um <laughs> you know it's awesome it, she really is a joy uh, to be around I know everyone says that about their kids right but like she's really cool it really, it truly is. I mean, having a baby now and I look at her, I'm like, man, yeah, being a mom is the best. Yes, there are days you want to pull your hair out and there's days that I don't know what the hell is going on. But then I see this kid and I'm like, oh my God. And yeah, you really don't know until you have your own kid what that feeling is like. It, it's truly like nothing else. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the resurgence of moms that have gone to have babies and then they step back into MMA from Misha. I mean, looking at yourself, looking at Mackenzie Dern, this has been such a trend of these moms with this like post-pregnancy. too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even in like the pro wrestling world, Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey's now back in wrestling after having her baby. Uh, you see it a ton. Uh, what, what do you think this is about mom strength that makes women better after having a baby? I, I think it's that mama bear attitude, right? Like I remember before I had a kid, I was always talking about 
I got to win this fight because they're trying to take food out of my baby's mouth and I got to protect my baby cub. But like no one knew what the hell I was talking about because I didn't have a kid. Now I really do I have a kid. Yeah, I, I, like, You'd be like, I'm trying to pretend like they're trying to take my baby away from me. You know, like, yeah, like, like oh, take you don't have like, a baby, Julia. I don't know what you're talking about. Like this broad <laughs> is crazy. Um, and but the reason why it's like it plays now is because now I really do have a kid. Now I really do have somebody trying to take food out of my baby's mouth. And now I am that mama bear that's protecting that's literally going to claw somebody's eyes out if they try to do that. So sometimes I just think, you know, I have more to fight for now and I need to make sure that I am empowering my daughter. And that means that by doing what I do will trickle down and empower her later on in life. Maybe she not understand it all the way right now, but to set this precedence for her and then she'll be able to go back and look and see, man, mom was mom was a pioneer. Mom was kicking ass. You know, I, I just really want to focus on empowering my daughter and letting her know, hey, you can take control of your own life. What advice do you have for single parents? I mean, me, I was raised by a single parent. I will always have so much respect for that single parent that is out there just crushing it, working many jobs, making sure their kid just, you know, has clothes on their back and food on their belly. What advice do you have? I mean, for men or, you know, and women that are doing that single parent gig? You know, this is not going to be for, for everybody, but for me, I can honestly say, and this is, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, I have a very strong faith in God and I go to church every Sunday and I put my daughter in church. And if it wasn't for that relationship and that constant talking to God and praying every single night for me, I, I wouldn't have been able to make it. I needed to have something to guide my faith. I needed to have something that was going to be a rock for me because I couldn't be a rock for myself and I didn't have a rock to lean on. And so my faith in God and just making sure that I, I stay in the church and just try to devote my life to being the best version of myself and just trying to be a good person has really, um, I think, attributed to the success that I had um, or the success that I'm having. Um, I would also say that, you know, it's not easy and you want to cry and you feel like your life is over and you're like, you're a single mom. Like a part of me feels like I'm a failure, you know, but that's when I really lean in um, to my faith even more um, yeah. just to know that, you know, maybe I feel like I'm not worthy of love, but God loves me and that enough is enough for me to stay strong and, and stay strong for my baby. I love it. I've love gone that. the past two weekends with my kids, single mom style, and um, taking them to church. And it's like they have a great little child watch program, and it's great too. And sometimes too, just having that faith. And as I know this isn't for everybody, but for me, it works to like cool my jets a little bit. Sometimes I feel like everything is on my shoulders, and it's such an overload. And then sometimes I realize, you know what? There's something bigger than me out there. I need to just relax for a second like just take a five minute relax just enjoy the kids the floors can wait the dishes can wait it'll come full circle like it'll everything will work out like I don't need to be so stressed right now just calm down and enjoy the moment a little bit more and for me that's what really my faith has allowed me to do is to like slow down and remind myself that I don't get to control everything yeah. I don't get to. So like relax, like just yeah. enjoy the moment a little bit more. And that's been like my whole journey with this MMA coming back, you know, out of retirement and stuff is like all about enjoying the process because they feel like I really fail to do that the majority of the time in the first chapter of my career. So as I try to show that to my children, let me ask you, what lessons do you hope that your daughter learns from just, you, you know, your career, you as a woman and you as a mother, what do you kind of hope that your daughter uh, has instilled in her as she progresses through life? Rule number one, be an independent woman. Do not depend on a man. Do not depend on anybody or anything. Nobody is going to hand you anything in this life. Literally, yeah. nobody. Unless you're born into some air and, and, and mega millions and stuff like that, you already made it. Hey, that's fine. And if your, you know, aspirations and goals are to just, you know, live off of, you know, the wealth of others, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But for me, nothing was ever handed to me. I've absolutely had to work my tail off to get every square inch of anything that I've ever had. And so I want her to not have that mentality of, you know, this entitlement. I want her to know that you have to go out there and you have to go get it. No one's going to give you anything. And if you give up, then, you know, you should expect nothing. But I just want to have that, you know, never give up attitude instilled in her and let her know anything is possible if you believe in yourself and if you have the faith to, to back that up. But no one is going to give you anything and, and you can't be dependent or have any expectation that somebody's going to be there to bail you out or help you. You got to figure it out on your own. And that's something that I've had to learn the hard way. And that's something that I hope that she learns too. But I know 
judging from the way that I show love, which is like gifts and 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 stuff like that, that she's she's pretty <laughs> spoiled. Gonna, she's pretty spoiled. I was spoiled. gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you. A little, she's a little because spoiled. My 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 daughter too. Like, uh, well, both of my kids, right? They are growing up in a much different life than I did. It was definitely a lot harder. I had a single mom. You know, the lights were turned off a lot of times. Like, we didn't have power. Like, it was cereal, breakfast, night, and dinner. Like, and it's great. Like, I'm so happy with my life. I'm so happy to have the perspective. But my kids are not necessarily going to have that perspective. I was thinking I'm going to send them on some missions at some point, like with churches, so they can see the perspective, even if they don't have to live mm-hmm. it, that they can see the like firsthand, like get their hands dirty, build houses for people, help people out that are in those. But like, do you have anything in place since like, you know, they're not going to have to go through those struggles that you and I maybe like went through. But what are you thinking to kind of keep her um, humble, I guess? Well, you know, her her father uh, owns a jujitsu gym and he's a black belt and she's in jujitsu and at four years old. I mean, she's throwing takedowns and she's doing underhooks and she's trying to hit arm bars, you know. So I think that putting her in a martial art that I also do and kind of setting the foundation of, you know, you have to learn how to protect yourself and you are not just going to, you know, get a black belt one day. You got to earn it. You have to yeah. absolutely earn that. And that comes over time. And so she's not really going to have a choice. She has to go to jujitsu. She has to, yeah. you know, learn. And over time, maybe eventually she'll be a black belt. She'll probably be a black belt before I am at this point. But um, <laughs> I really think that keeping her in jujitsu and making sure that she stays yeah. on that path is really important, not to mention the amount of confidence um, it gives her. And and like you said, staying humble. Absolutely. Yep. Sports for kids is like the thing. I couldn't imagine. I'm I, obviously you guys know, but it's like if you didn't have a sport as a kid and something oh, yeah. you really sink your teeth into, like that sh- that just shapes you so That's much. That's a as requirement a human being. for me. I've already decided. Like both my kids will oh, do yeah. sports. Like I'll let them. I'm gonna pick it first, but I'll let them change if they want to later on. But you have to do sports. Like you're in this house, you gotta do sports. I don't care. <laughs> Pull it- your weight. I know. Out there. Story. But it's it's on the flip side of that. It's so. I mean, obviously she goes to jujitsu no problem but like this day and age in this era that we're living in it's like so easy to here's my phone here watch youtube here's the here's a ipad you know what i mean and like just get out of my hair here's you put an electronic in front of their face and it's like these kids i feel like are going to be growing up in a completely different like metaverse type of thing where it's like nobody even works out anymore they just put the gear on and like sit on their couch and (laughs) live in an alternate (laughs) universe you know so i'm scared for that i really am scared because i want her to be active and i want her to love it and i want her to you know um keep that in mind but i i I couldn't imagine if she didn't do a sport or anything active it would break my heart yeah it sounds like you're balancing it just fine julie it's not an easy world but you know you you know what the trick is ladies you know what the trick is what sometimes you gotta crack a bottle of wine you know what i'm saying (laughs) amen sometimes you just need a drink you know what i mean sometimes you just need a drink the jesus juice the jesus juice give me a glass seriously no shame in that game yes pop that bottle mama's had a rough day need some juice it works Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Mother's Day to you. Hopefully you can enjoy it a little bit. Hopefully you can get a little bit of that uh, that juice. That Jesus juice. Sit back on the Jesus juice. Yeah. Thank you, ladies. Yes. And good for you. Yeah, I think Misha told me that. I think eight ounces, it was good for your heart. But happy Mother's Day to both of you and happy first Mother's Day to you, Renee. Thank you. Thanks so much. Love you, Julie. Have a great rest of your day. Hey, I'll talk to you soon. Throwing Down with Renee and Misha is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The show is produced by Michael Russo and Kelly Murphy. Sound designed by Nari Balin. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. Serious XM Podcasts.